Has anyone ever inspired you to change your life that made you more fulfilled? Well, as a leader in your business and in your community, what are those questions that you ask yourself on a daily basis? It's these questions that we explore on Inspiring Women. I am your host, Betty Collins, and I'm a certified public accountant, a business owner, and a community leader who partners with others who want to achieve remarkable results for themselves and their organizations. I am here to help inspire you to a positive step forward for a better life. So today on Inspiring Women, uh, this is a first for my podcast. I've been doing this for four years. This is year five. And today I have my first international guest. So I am really excited. We've already been doing a lot of chatting, um, but we got to get to this interview and and you're going to love, just love the energy that comes from her. Her name is Farah Ishmael, and she's an internationally recognized facilitator, coach, and speaker. She's the founder of Interacting Consulting, and she partners with entrepreneurs and leaders who find themselves frustrated, imagine that, and unfulfilled despite outward signs of success. And when when they work with her, they imagine their business, they craft a lucrative purpose-driven enterprise that delivers more confidence, more connection, more revenue, and more meaning. You're just going to love this list, lady. I know you will. So welcome today. Um, and tell us, you know, just two seconds, a little bit about yourself. I know we're 18 hours difference in time. We talked about some Ohio connection, but you could t- take 30 seconds to tell us a little bit about you. Thank you, Betty. It's my pleasure to be here. Um, well, I'm thinking of what to tell you. Let me share that um, I used to introduce myself as fearless para. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I have that fearless gene in me, uh, thanks to my parents who brought us up believing that uh, we could have impossible things for breakfast. So uh, there was no limits in my, in my, you know, when I was growing up. Yeah. And uh, of course, that's how I live my life. It's really that limitless thinking and anything is possible. So I'm pretty fearless. But over this journey of this beautiful thing called life, and I've had a series of roller coasters. And I would say that I've experienced the highs and the lows. And I knew what fear is, and I'm not mm. fearless. I just realized that I fear less. I love it. And uh, that, that's what I want to say, that um, for me, despite of the fear, um, it's about taking inspired action, and it comes through courage. So I would say I'm a courage catalyst. There so we go. That's a way to I love it. See what I'm saying? She's going to just be, you're going to just, it's just going to be this way the whole time, I'm telling you. But our overall theme this year for the podcast um, is courage. And so... Can you tell us how courage showed up in your life? I think, um, you know, I think first courage is something, sometimes we think courage is really these big things, but for me, it's ordinary day courage that I notice wherever I want to look. So Mm -hmm. I think if you start looking, you'll find it everywhere. And for me, every day is an opportunity to, uh, you know, perform a small act of courage. So it's uh, possible for me where it really showed up was at my deepest, uh, lowest point mm-hmm. when I I think it was a personal uh, story when I was, um, I had a series of life-changing uh, incidents in my life that really uh, came in the way of having a really 
successful marriage. And uh, I stayed stuck for a long time. And I kept telling myself that uh, I was trying, but I think I was uh, really not trusting myself that I could really take action to choose, you know, how I want to live my life after that. And I think it was that one day, and I think it's a long time ago, I must tell you, it was 2006. I can't forget that moment. Mm -hmm. It was a summer. It was a morning when I woke up and I had this feeling that I actually looked at myself and I knew that uh, this is it. Mm -hmm. And that feeling of choosing, trusting, choosing myself and deciding that I am not powerless, powerless, but I can actually choose to create the life I want to create. Mm. I think that required an immense, uh, immense deal of courage, that ability to just step out and take that first tiny step. And I did that. And for me, it might sound like a big thing, but I waited a long time. And that's when I was able to um, walk away from an unhealthy relationship with Mm. a six-year-old daughter Mm. a computer and nothing else. So I started my life from scratch and I can tell you, I was afraid. I was scared. I had lost all my confidence, but I had this immense belief that I could make it, you know, and I just told myself I could do it. I had it inside of me, Betty, all this while. That's how I was when I was, younger and uh, until I came to that moment in life and I just find that all of us have this uh, inside of us sometimes we lose sight of it and I think when I gave uh, shown a light to that and uh, decided to do things like even asking for help Mm -hmm. even that is an act of courage so and that is where it all started. And I would say that after that, I reframed everything in my mind, you know, things like when I felt that, oh, my God, my marriage is a failure and that I reframed it as it is a metamorphosis. This is what I'm doing to write a new chapter. Mm-hmm. So I think it was all those little things, you know, every time I kept telling myself I'm alone and trying to stay stuck and trying to do everything like a superwoman. But when I shifted that, it required a lot of courage to seek support. And I had lots of it. I just was, you know, not allowing it inside my life. So I would say that I think courage showed up in many ways, but it can be with small things as well. It could be speaking up. Speaking up from your heart is also a big thing. Being vulnerable is another big thing. Yeah, the everyday, the ordinary, that there's courage all day long. And and I and I like how you say you gotta sometimes just start looking for it and you'll find it. One of my favorite movies is Julia Roberts and it's Eat Love and Pray, or it's one of, in some of those orders, but Eat Love and Pray is what I think it is. And one of the one of the moments in the movie, she said, I just want to slip away. From the life I created, I had every part of creating every part of this life, but I want to slip away from it. And Mm -hmm. she finally had the courage to do it. And a lot of women don't. So it it doesn't mean you're terrible and you're not courageous, but man, choose the courage path with it. Just like you did. I mean, 
you you see yeah. we all have the aha moments in some areas that are major right but um good for you my goodness courage showed up i'm so glad i'm sure you haven't looked back i'm sure you just continue to look forward so that's awesome i just add something there yeah. uh, i just want to share this for anyone who's listening that you know i shared that big moment right mm-hmm. and then there were other moments as well so you know you it's something it's like swimming you know you need to swim to learn swimming you need mm-hmm. to it's, it's by encouraging so it's like one step at a time mm-hmm. and it's not the, like the big thing i spoke there were smaller things i did to reach there and i just know that um when you actually tap into these reserves that you have it's a muscle we continue building it but i just think it's about making that tiny move like stepping outside yes um and finding finding something that will help you to try something else take a small risk that's where it lies yes. it lies in the i think it lies in the gap between your thought and your action mm-hmm. you can you can choose it there mhm absolutely absolutely great insight just wonderful i mean you know courage is like a muscle you got to you got to work out to build it right you got to practice um and it's not always easy and sometimes taking the little steps can be just as hard as the big one but you're at yeah. least you're taking it right at least you've got courage you're putting it out there you're doing it so that i mean great great answer to the question but what would you say is the book that transformed your life and business so um I had a really interesting um opportunity to write a book mm-hmm. on uh inspired by a book that changed my life. And so I wrote a book so it so I have it right here it's called the book I read and it is a one chapter which is based on a book that changed my life and I want to share that um I just shared the story of how I came out of these tough moments and then I continued to believe that I um I'm a superwoman that I needed to be perfect perfect mom because I you know I really wanted to um not you know not make any mistakes I wanted to uh be uh, you know very courageous in my business and uh what I was doing in that is when this quest for being this perfect um without making any mistakes etc i realized that um i was really numbing myself with a lot of things you know i was really putting on a lot of armors and while you would see me as you know really coming out strongly out of a tough experience rising standing up tall with lots of self respect and you know living a life that anybody would see wow just look at her i was again going into the spiral of trying to be a uh, very very um, you know like the super super uh, woman until i had the opportunity to read a book uh, of dr brené brown it mm-hmm. was dare to lead mm-hmm. dare to lead and i must say that i had a partner in this journey uh, who i met in hong kong and we both realized that we had some amazing um a vision for creating something for women uh, in leader women leaders and we took a year to live the work of Brené Brown so this whole book and the course that we did uh on dare to lead 
we actually lived it ourselves. So I can say that the book that transformed me was Brené Brown's book, which then helped me to become vulnerable, that then helped mm. me to uh, really deal with grief. I mean, I had thought I should hide my grief of mm. losing a child. I lost a child first in the beginning. Mm. And there was all these things that I was hiding. And then I realized that, you know, who I am is becoming is the one who is going to choose to be comfortable with being authentic. And uh, that's when I started doing all this work. And uh, of course, who you, who, yeah, this took off as many armors as I can. <laughs> so the book really helped me to uh, create the kind of work that I do uh, to show up authentically and to also help others to do that. And uh, I just am very passionate about that. But I do want to add one more thing. Yes. This book helped me in living my life. And there's a book that is changing my life right now. Awesome. And I would love to share the name. It's yes. called The Ultimate Coach. And it's by Amy Hardison and uh, Alan D. Thompson. It's a book about who you are being. Hmm. And it's such a powerful book because you don't read it about the number one ultimate coach in the world, who's Steve Addison. You don't read it about him. You read it about you. So in the book, you find yourself, you find your aspirational self, and it's changing who I am this year because I can choose who. It's not about what I want to do. It's who I want to be. Yeah. And the being is everything. So I want to say that uh, that's the second book that's changed my life and also changing how I'm going to operate and I'm continuing to get transformed by it. Well, we definitely want to get those books. Uh, we'll get them to our readers, our listeners, excuse me, so that we can make sure that they are tapping into that. I, I, I'm a huge reader, love to read, love other perspective, because sometimes you just need to get in someone else's brain, right? You need to see what they're thinking to help you be able to do it on your terms, not not theirs. But So the book, though, that you wrote the chapter, and can you put that up again? Because that was really, I want uh, le readers to see that as well. The book that transformed me, is that what it's called? Yeah, I, I'd be happy to share that. So I have, uh, of course, um, you can go to my, you can download this on my website, which okay. is uh, coachpara.com. There are two books that I've written. Okay. And uh, one of the books that is my favorite is a very short read, but a very powerful read. It's five secrets of what, um, you know, really helped me to be daring and uh, in and being unstoppable in my business and my life. Yes. So I share five things that really, um, you know, serve me every day. And I would say that it's such a beautiful read. And I've created some small, um, what can I say, some creative exercises. Uh, so you would actually do that for yourself. And I would say that I'm hoping that it will inspire you for the next step of your your journey wherever you are okay we so, will we will make sure we get those things out uh when we definitely absolutely. have this podcast loaded so because uh, we all we all can support each other and one of those ways is hey read this or do this or try this right um now you work with entrepreneurs entrepreneurs are my favorite 
you know, and um, I just love the marketplace. I love the economy. I love it when people can take an idea and a passion and make it into reality. But it's a lot of work to be an entrepreneur. It takes a lot to be mm-hmm. a leader. So so one of the things that in the last certainly 10 to 15 years is everyone's got coaches, right? Okay. And they needed them. It, it's a huge, huge thing, especially when you want to go to new levels. But tell me more about your group coaching program. So um, I created a, so I love coaching because uh, I love to be a catalyst for change and uh, there are opportunities to do one-on-one coaching. Uh, However, learning in community is very powerful and it happened during the pandemic when I created a a group coaching program called Courage to Sow. Of course, you know now that the, the theme will be courage because I believe that Uh, We can't become what we need to by remaining what we are. Mm -hmm. And so I created this exclusive, uh, it's my signature program, which was really helped at that point. It was only for women, women leaders, women entrepreneurs, women change makers to help them unlock courage and really write a new chapter of their life and be brave, bold and purposeful. So this was when I started, it was a six it was a short six-week program, mm-hmm. and uh, now now I have created it into a twelve, like a three-month program, and a twelve-week program in which I would say that uh, this program is for you if you are here for transformation and not information. You enjoy breaking the status quo and are willing to take action, and uh, you're willing to really test new things in your life, sometimes creating the impossible. And so I find that this program is very powerful and the women who went through this created some quantum leaps in their life and shifted uh, incredibly because they had an opportunity to really have um, like a huge um, like self-discovery uh, and a clarity of direction and understanding their personal power. So I would use two things that is really leading from within and then also looking at how you create that impact in the world. So it's a very Mm -hmm. structured, but very, very creative program that pushes you. Um, And so if you can't handle being uncomfortable, this is not for you. Uh, (laughs) If you want to know one, two, three steps to follow, well, you know, this is going to surprise you. And um, if you're unwilling to go deep, and uh, this is not for you. So I find that uh, this is, I, I normally, um, you know, have one cohort a year and I want, I do it once because the rest of my time is really, really uh, doing, you know, it's, it's uh, quite full. Uh, so I'm actually launching uh, the 2023 cohort in uh, March. Okay. Uh, and so, yes, I'll be happy to share the link if anybody wants to have a conversation with me to get to know more about it. But it's uh, something that I would say has uh, impacted many women. And I love it as well. So, yeah. Anytime we can get resources to help and have great outcomes, right, and impact that it, we want to do it. We want to tap into it. I mean, you could tap into a lot Absolutely. of things, but but what's great about the, I mean, not great about a pandemic, but, but I will say during the pandemic, I used to do everything with my podcast locally, right? Then people were like, I need some, I need to get on the air somewhere, right? And podcast became this massive thing. It was already a big thing. And so it was, it's, 
I've never been, I always like being in person, but I found myself that I can do online things like this. I can and still get a lot out of it. It still comes down to what you want to do. And, and, and do you want to go dig deep? I like that. If you don't want to dig deep, don't do this course, right? <laughs> but you're going to launch you in March. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You want to create the impossible. This is where you should be because you don't want to have any limits. So you have a beautiful community to be actually doing it as well. And I love coaching people to get there. Yeah. Create that life. Coaching. And and I've done it various times in my career and there generally it's because there's a want, but it, it always results in something because there's a want and desire to coach. You have to want to be coached. Right. And you have to, you have to want to be to to be teachable taught. And, uh, but it sounds like a really, really great thing. A lot of good things came out of COVID and one of those was things like this. Right. Um, so let's move a little bit to, to something a little more personal, probably, but what is the failure, failure story that you would be comfortable sharing with us today? Well, um, firstly, it's how I look at failure. I have a lot of stories of where I have failed personally and professionally. I look at failure as an opportunity for me to see it as fuel, you know, something that fuels me to um, like take a pause and uh, see, you know, what was really happening in my life then, you know? And I think for me, I think this is really personal because I uh, recently discovered that uh, a lot of times I was judging myself and I was judging myself for something like, okay, so I must give you a backstory that, I truly enjoy um, having unhurried moments, me time. Mm-hmm. So creating that space for myself and uh, creating boundaries, I really like that. And sometimes I find that in my family or in my close circles, I uh, others are extending themselves so much uh, that I feel like I'm, I judge myself for choosing myself, right? Mm-hmm. So... I was really beating myself up and I would, uh, and I didn't realize that it was a knack. It was playing so, so deeply in my mind that I was um, judging myself like someone who is not available for family at, at times. And I was feeling inadequate at times. Like I'm not like the others. They, they, they live overseas and they're more available to my parents mm-hmm. on the call. And so I would play all these games in my head and it really took me down. And, you know, in a, in a way that I would uh, probably not, um, not choose to create that spaciousness for myself and try to try to be different from who I am. Mm-hmm. And I think the, that, The day I realized that I was doing some really deep work with a coach when he asked me to forgive myself for judging myself and to write down all the ways in which I judge myself and to forgive myself for that. And once I wrote all that and I realized if I was the truth is, so when I was looking at one statement and I was changing that to what's the truth there? Because, you know, you really have to, dig deeper to see what's happening because otherwise you're, you know, you'll continue doing the same thing. Right. And that's when I really figured out that when I dug deeper, that the truth is I reimagine, renew myself powerfully every day. 
Mm. Every week, whenever I eat that, and that's when I own that, I stop judging myself. Mm. So I want to say that my failure is for this long not realizing that forgiveness is such a big thing. When you learn to forgive yourself, you just leave that old version, all the narratives, and you just choose to be the most powerful version of yourself. So today, uh, no one is worthy of my judgment, even myself. And all everybody's worthy of is my love and my respect. And when I keep that foremost and that I renew myself every day, I don't feel that sense of blame, shame, etc. Mm-hmm. So I want to say that that work I did for a long time, I felt like I was failing my family. But of course, I found an antidote. So I wanted to say it's very, very personal. It's very deep work, but it can be done. Yeah. I love the way you say that. I found the antidote. That that is fa- that's a great way to say that. I know I, I have a really good friend, and her two kids are um, in their twenties. You know, in that adult, they've launched, they've done their thing, and so she was telling me the other day. She said, "Yeah," she said, um, "Yeah," she's she's getting her MBA right now. I, I said, "Oh, in what?" She goes, "In life, she's fallen down, and she's getting uh, she's learning how to get up right now." And I thought she goes, "She goes, she's had a big failure, she had a big fall, but she's gonna learn." And I thought, what a great, how a great way to describe it, right? But at least she's getting yeah. up. It sounds like, but the antidote, I like that. Find the antidote. The other thing I, I think of as you were talking, you said, um, you know, the conversations in my head. And I tell women, if you want to get more sleep, then start getting the conversations out of your head, which means you've got to confront something or you've got to get in there and go, hey, why am I having these conversations in my head? Like you, I, I think I'm a failure. I must be a failure. You're only having that conversation mm. with you, right? And so if we want to get more sleep, we got to quit having conversations at two in the morning. <laughs> I want to add something that's beautiful, what you said. Yes. We have the power to plant the seed. Yes. So if I say I'm inadequate, I'm planting that seed, who am I going to be? Inadequate. Right. If I plant my, if I plant the seed and I choose who I am going to be, uh, that's what I'm creating. So I can create myself every day. Mm-hmm. So who I'm being is really important. So if I tell myself all these things, that's what I'm going to get, right? That's the tree yep. you're going to actually, which is going to bloom. So I would say that I really think, you know, get rid of all those stories and plant new seeds. Yes. And that's what you want to grow. Yeah. That's a great way. Great way to say it. Uh, so audience, are you listening? Women, are you listening? This is good stuff. This is stuff you can really apply. Um, so what is what do you feel like your year, you know, and beyond looks like? You know, we're in 2023. It's time. We keep going. We keep saying, well, we got through this. We got through that. But but how do you see your year and, and what's going, how, how are you going to go forward? Thank you. I love that question. 2022, I started the year by saying, I'm going to fall in love with disruption. And what I did over the year was I I disrupted myself many times. I disrupted my thinking, my beliefs, Mm -hmm. what I was doing. I disrupted um, and, you know, started speaking. I just wanted to disrupt myself and try new things as well. So this year, as I started, um, of course, I'm being a loving disruptor. 
in my life. Mm-hmm. But what I'm choosing this year is a word called, which is freedom. Mm-hmm. Just freedom to create. Create from the space of abundance, freedom to be me, freedom to um, coach in a way that there's huge uh, impact. I just choose the word freedom. And this year is very exciting for me because um, I am, of course, um, stepping into a space when I am creating, creating new programs in the year. I'm creating who I want to choose to work with, just becoming a lot more clearer. And of course, speaking all across the world. So I'm hoping to see you in Ohio sometime. Yes. But uh, the year is exciting because it's I'm stepping into um, really having intentional uh, creating my legacy. So I turned mm. 58. I just turned 58. And I always think about what am I going to leave for my beautiful 23-year-old mm-hmm. and for the people I love. So a lot of um, the creation this year is to be in that very beautiful space of creating for your legacy mm-hmm. uh, and impacting the world in a much, much bigger way. So I want to say that, yeah, I'm in a very creative space. Thank you for asking, Betty. Yeah. You know, I am, I'm turning 60 this year. So um, I've been thinking a lot about legacy and how do I want to, I'm not saying end a career, but transition into to different things, right? That mm-hmm. I feel like can be something that people will go, yeah, that's that's amazing. Because um, I tell my kids all the time, um, my legacy is not going to be a bank account for you. <laughs> my legacy mm-hmm. is really going to be, hopefully you will continue and follow the generations to come of what I have taught you and what my parents taught you. And th- and they, they're great because they want to just to, experience things. That's that generation, right? We just want the experience, but I love, I love the way though you say, um, I'm creating, but I really like, I fell in love with disruption that, that I'm going to think about for a while. I really like that saying, but I do want to end with this question with you. What are the things that I was so attracted to your web, to your LinkedIn? I believe it's on your LinkedIn. I just thought this quote, and it's just played in my mind, but you say, who am I to do this? And I think your coach asked you that. Who am I to do this? And I thought, what a great question, because the first response should be, why not? Why not am I to do this, right? You had such great answers, though, and such great insight. But I love the question. I want to end with it, because I want women to think about, who am I to do this today? So can we kind of end with something about that? Yeah. Uh, first of all, I want to say thank you for uh, looking at my LinkedIn. That's yes. where I like to spend some time. I've realized that uh, that's a space that you can also impact a lot of people uh, by showing up as you are. So mm-hmm. that question, wow. you know, and I, I want to say that when you reflect on something, take action. So when I actually reflected on that question, I wrote it down. And then I said, oh, my God, I have to share this. Otherwise, if I keep it to myself, I mean, I'm not be, I'm not going to be able to touch someone's life. So today, when you share this, it makes me feel like it's so important to show up. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I think I would say that one, one thing that is like my GPS 
and my compass and is to be brave enough to use your voice, bold enough to listen to your heart and strong enough to live a life of your dreams. Mm. So when you hold on to that and you also choose to find someone, don't do it alone, do it with someone, have someone who's there with you, enjoy that journey. That's, that's really where you get your fulfillment, you know? Yeah, so yeah. look where your path is. Are you enjoying it? You know, what would you really need? Who do you need to be this year to create a life of courage, mm. a life that you want to lead, which is extraordinary? Just ask yourself that, stay with that, and I think you will find some answers. Mm-hmm. We need courage right now. We need tons of it. We need to, people to be courageous, especially women. Well, it has been such a pleasure to talk with you today and have just some discussion. And I would really, to the audience, I'm going to spell her name out, but it's all on the, the show notes, but it's F-A-R-A-H, Farah Ismail, I-S-M-A-I-L. If you Google that name, you will find amazing things about this woman that you really, really can learn from. I can tell you, but I appreciate you being, I appreciate you taking the time. I appreciate that you're 18 hours either behind or ahead. I don't know which one it is, but, um, and that you're with us today. So I know that my audience will go away today feeling good. They'll, they'd be challenged. So thank you so much. Betty, it's been a pleasure talking to you and, Kudos to you for having your first international. Yes, it's a big day. <laughs> it's a big day. So, so it's a big day for me as well. Okay. So thank All right. You. Have a great day. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. As your career advances continue, your financial opportunities will continue to grow. Be prepared. Visit Bradyware.com backslash resources to find everything about inspiring women, this episode, plus an outline of Bradyware & Company accounting services can be found in the episode show notes.